Welcome to Marginalia. I'm Tamar. I'm Aura. Hey guys, man. How is everyone doing? Yes. I, I, we haven't been here in such a long time. I haven't even seen Tamar in such I a know. long time. Wait, when did we last we see each other? CrossFit, but it was just for that oh, moment. Shit. And then before that, I can't even remember when I saw you last. Welcome to Senior Spring. <laughs> yes. Where you yes. don't quite know what the fuck is going on, but you're just doing shit. So, yeah. I, it's been a blur, to be honest with you. I feel like the last couple weeks, even though like I, there are clear moments that things have happened, I can't really say where I've been and what I've been up to because it just feels like a blur. Just getting up and I'm doing just trying to get whatever shit you got. Yeah, right, that's right, it. Right, 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 and right. like stumbling too at that. So and, and that's the shit though. Every time you get something done, like it, that is replaced by like five more things that you exactly. need to do. Exactly. Oh, it's always like that. I remember. I mean, I still have my to do lists, but especially while I was in school. I would have this to-do list, and then I'd be like, I right, cross one off, but then I'd have to do, I'd replace it with a whole bunch of other shit. Exactly. So, but yeah. But things are getting done. Like, I just met with my advisor, and he was like, despite you claiming you're not getting anything done, like, yeah, my writing isn't as, you know, finished as I would like it to be. Um, I had the conference last week where we presented our film. Me and Lily LaPayrollery, we presented our film oh, unmarked. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't get to make that. And I, was I did not publicize to... it very much. Well, but like, you told me, and then I was supposed to come, but then I had to go to New York. But people were busy. How was it? And I, I think I just purposefully, subconsciously, was not trying to like have people out there like that. It was really good, and the feedback was amazing, and we were the only people to submit a film to the conference. Really? So, wow. Yeah, but because it was disability-themed, and we made the class... Um, from a disability course that um, the actual professor was, like, running the conference, she reached out to us personally, like, I think this would be perfect for y'all. Okay. So I think you should submit. Yeah. And, of course, you know, they wanted us to write an abstract, and that helped us get our shit together, honestly, so that we can shop it somewhere else. So Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was just, it was, like, my first student, you know, made film here, and... I didn't even edit it at that point. I was just shooting it. And, and you were writing. just sitting on it for a while because I, cause I saw it. I remember you showed it to me mm-hmm. a while ago, and, but you just. Like two years now. Yeah, I, isn't that interesting? Time and place, though. I was like, that's yeah, the right. Yeah. That's where it needs a debut. So, and also, I have a film that I'm going to submit. I don't think I've shown you this one, or I may have. The si- the more silent film. It's like an art film. The naked one? The n- kind of naked. No, you didn't show me that. Okay. One. I have to show you, you this. It's not really naked, it. but I'm going to submit it to Sexhibition and I have to name it and do all this shit. But like, it's a film really that reflects at that time like my anxiety, like what it meant to be in that space in my room on campus and to be like grappling with anxiety, but also just be grappling with wanting to be peaceful and relaxed and like <laughs> naked um, or as naked as I can be because I wasn't trying to be nude for that movie. But um, so, yeah, things are happening. I just need to get my papers done and I'll feel good about it. Then I can okay. get out of here. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. What, yes. what is it? The fourth? How, how much time? Do we, so we have like a little a month, right? A little, a little over a month for a graduation. Over. When Barely. is the last day of the semester? I want to say the last day is the 15th of May. Graduation is the 20th. It's the 20th. Is, so really? Damn, is that close to the... Oh, wow. Or maybe... It, yeah, it somewhere matter. around there. Somewhere, like in a month or yeah. something like that. And then you have your senior spring week, which you want to be done for. Yeah, I was gonna about to so, tell you, bitch, you better not be still working on no fucking papers. I do not want to be working on shit. The day before graduation. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no, I refuse. I don't care if they're trash. That's why I got pass-fail. So I was posting y'all on Facebook about chasing down professors to get pass-fail forms, which is basically a form that allows you to take a class that you were once going to take for a grade for just a pass-fail option. So, like, either you pass because you made, like, a C-level attempt 
or you fail. And they, they, they don't affect your GPA. And so it doesn't affect like your GPA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So feeling like, okay, I'm struggling and like my GPA where I left it is, is like, I don't need that going down anymore. And I'll still have one class that will go on my record mm-hmm. for points that I know I'll get an A in or clo- at least close to an A. So I'm okay with it and I'm just moving along now. Now I'm not worried about work, school work. It's just like, now sit down and get it done yeah. so you can be free. Right, right, right. Um, Happy second <clears throat> quarter. Thank you. I know. This is the second quarter of the Congratulations, year, Congratulations, everyone. Um, I'm, like, I was Airy just, season. Yes. Oh. <laughs> hey, Aries. Yeah. Yes, Aries. <laughs> I was thinking that yesterday, and that's what made me, like, actually start really, really working on, on research. Because this first quarter for me, mm. you know, it was a lot of transitioning out. Although I had a really good first quarter, but... Mm-hmm. um. I didn't produce. Uh, but you, know you, you did. You produced an apartment. I, I this is. I was just about to say. We, 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 I, a like, vehicle. I to, <laughs> Rent. I have. You produced a lot. I know. I know. And then I, I, I forget. Like I got to give myself more credit. But, but this is what Smith does to mm-hmm. you, right? Or not even just Smith. Just America. Like mm-hmm. it makes you feel like if you're not actually working and doing mm-hmm. shit, that you're not really doing anything. Right. If so, you're not submitting something, yeah. or like if you haven't written some new shit. It's, but, so I've been just feeling like I haven't been doing shit, but then I was just like, you know what? No, I actually I had a really good first quarter or whatever. Yeah, and you have a lot set up for the next quarter. Yes, but so. I started working on that. So also then also mm-hmm. there's this um, damn the Helen something prize. Mm. Let me see. Maybe you should you should do submit Smith? that. Yeah. This is a is a cash prize for um, oh, okay. It's like for art students or whatever though. But okay. my former art professor Katie Schneider, shout mm. out to her. So shout the, out Katie. You remember the woman who when we were at the Draper thing? We got to yes. talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So oh yeah, we got to talk about Draper. She kept um. She kept telling me about the thing, and she just like submitted, submitted for a prize, talking about the, the my um film or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like the instructions read only it's like actual film I mean artwork that you drop off at the door you know what I mean so like it's actually paint like studio art stuff oh okay so she was just like no she kept pushing anyway she was just like no you know what email this person Mm. email this person or whatever and talk to her so then I emailed her and I was just like hey I have this film you know and it did really well at the um, film festival turned out she was there and she knows it so she was just like oh I saw it a belated congrats anyway long story short she hit up whoever she had to hit up and now I'm able to submit that's the thing. Up. So if you want to submit yours too, I I'm mean I don't know. Totally yeah, trying you to just submit. have to do it in a flash drive. In a flash drive format. In a flash drive and um okay. yeah format and H a um H point two six four um of the output for the film yeah, or right, something. Yeah, right. Exactly. Okay. And um April, I'll give you. I, I'll yeah, give send you all me the info later. for but sure. Anyway, it's like for a substantial cash prize and okay. they're not some winners. I think on Ivy Day. Nice. Um. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, but then right, I'm thinking because she was just like, no, you know what, submit it because you know mm-hmm. Katie, Katie, she kept telling me like. Film is art, like you know, like that. This yeah. is kind of art or whatever. Like, yeah. do it. So find out. And the film I'm talking, I'm thinking of, would is an art right. film. This is the best that I'm talking about. Was supposed so. to be on like a, a bougie installation or some shit. So yeah, that's what's up. But, yeah. That's what we've been doing lately, y'all. We've been like sending each other shit that we find online. Like I found this, and people have been forwarding me shit. And me, right? Like because I got the Spotify from a couple of people. A few and people I'm sure sent that to me. It, so, it was almost yeah. annoying. I'm like, first of all, y'all don't know me like that. Like y'all don't know. No, I'm playing. It was not annoying. I'm playing. That, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> I saw it um, because my partner brought it up to me, like sent it through a Twitter, and he also sent another thing that I sent to you, which is an incubation oh, prize yeah, for damn, even more money. Really that's even more up your alley because that's basically to really wanting really to produce anything, yeah, and getting money for it. But um, like a workshop. 
But yeah, all these opportunities are on the brink, basically, and like the deadlines are coming up. So you want to be ready. You want to have. Oh my god! In your right, hand. I was going crazy for that. I, I I did the magic thing. I submitted. You for submitted the magic it. Man. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, the last day was the third, and then you know what? I was playing. I waited till like the last week to get everything together. Damn. But then, but whatever, I did it by the twenty Yeah. So now we're gonna wait and see. That's a big deal. For that, yeah. Whether you get it or not, just the fact that you submitted that, because I know that must have been a package to get together. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, and that's why I was so mad at myself for waiting. So the last but week, you did but it, it was just like fuck it. And that also just, means you can redo it. If you know what I mean, no matter the outcome, but you can use those materials towards other submissions. Like you have yeah. mad materials now, so Very if you true. see something, you're ready. I can just. That's very true. That's the benefit of doing this stuff because then at least like the benefit of doing the disability conference was they wanted an abstract about the film. They wanted our bios. They wanted us to write up something that we would say at the actual before we screened the film. And I'm like, damn, all that writing. Now all that writing's done. That's done forever. Exactly. Yeah. Now I can just make the it better. The only thing that was that was hardest, um, not hardest, but that I'm concerned about with the magic grant application is that they require a lot of um, quotes, like actual mm. official quotes. But because from people. Yeah, from whatever, however you want to use the money that you're asking for. Okay. And I asked for the full 25000 Right. And however I plan to use that, I, I was I needed to submit quotes. Oh, and the only thing I had quotes okay. for was the equipment. I went mm. down to B&H and drew up a quote. But everything else, I was just like, I, I, I submitted like a budget narrative. No, I know, but they mm-hmm. want quotes. Mm. Like, this is how much this is going to cost. And for here's this, the, the and proof. That, right. Yeah, okay. so hopefully they'll just allow me. Because I was talking to um, Riza, you know, mm-hmm. shout out to her. And then mm-hmm. I almost wasn't going to do it because I was, I, I was just like, it doesn't make sense to submit it because I don't have all of that. Right. And she was just like, no, um, do it anyway because you know what? Like having those ty- those, those kinds of relationships with people where you're able to approach them and ask for quotes and waste their time and ask them for quotes is, exactly. is coming from a place of privilege. Exactly. So... What can because and it makes sense like what what quotes and who can I talk to without no budget exactly you know what I mean exactly. so I, I just kind of talk spoke about that and we'll see mm-hmm. it doesn't matter it's gonna get done regardless exactly but it would be nice to have and this you money. set the ball rolling so yeah you know twenty five grand ain't no joke. So, twenty five hundred ain't no joke, but it also is also no money. It's no money, but it's a start <laughs> for a project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a start. It's equipment. It's it's, and I hope you get it because right. yeah, that's a start. That's a start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Word. no Word. pressure or anything because there's like mad shit coming up on the pipeline, and you know, it's just about getting it done. But we wanted to come in today and talk to y'all about. A couple things that have been on my mind. <laughs> What's been now, on your mind? Um, so, uh, beside all the professional school shit that's been going on, mad personal shit in our lives, I'm sure for you yeah. as well, has manifested and changed some good, some weird. Um, I'm not calling anything bad anymore because I realize everything is like a learning experience. There's no bad. There is no bad, really. There mm-hmm. really is none. I would um, say I, um, I don't take, the only L's I take are lessons. I'm saying, like, yeah. <laughs> Honestly. So, you trained me well. So, yeah. So, no, I wanted to talk about abuse in this episode, which is not, you know, a fun topic to talk about, but it's something Aura and I, I feel safe saying, that have experienced yeah. in partnerships and, and have witnessed. <clears throat> and um, and we think it's just important to just, from our perspective, talk a little bit about it. And one of the things that, you know, triggered me when to talk about this conversation was the recent news of Fabulous. And I should have his wife's name up Emily already. Emily Bus- Bus- Man- Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Emily B. That's Emily what, B. That's what she's known yeah. as anyway. Yeah, because she's on Love & Hip Hop. 
right? She was. Oh, she was like, on Love Mad Hip-Hop? years ago. She's okay. a she's a stylist and um, okay. something else. I don't even know her her background like that, but I just know her as Fabulous's wife because I was telling Aura, I last year or the year before circulated this meme about like when your cousins come down from New York for Thanksgiving and like him it's basically an image of Fabulous and his family Ash, Emily B and their two children wearing furs and they have oh, Tim's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I always thought that was a funny meme. And then, of course, to see this recent news of Fabulous, for those of you who don't know, there is a video capture of him, I believe, arguing with Emily B and Emily B's father. And I think Emily B's father's trying to defend her. Um, But it's very clear that she's terrified of him. Yeah, she's like shrieking and running shrieking, away from running him. Shrieking, running away from him. He had something him. in his hand going at... The, he was acting like he would have gone off on her yeah, if he even had the, given the opportunity. His own security guard yeah, he was basically had to saying, protect Emily you. B from him. Yeah. Which just, which speaks so many scary volumes. But I thought it, you know, it was an important moment to like reflect on just one, the nature of abuse and like what we think we see and perceive in these celebrity relationships or just relationships in general versus just the reality that people have to keep in mind because we make a lot of comparisons. Like, I know I compare myself. Like, I love Gucci Mane and Keisha Kior. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could be like that and have that kind of love. But it's a performance. They show us what they want us to see. I would, I want to believe that they are a very healthy, happy couple, but yeah. you don't know. Yeah, You don't know. So it's important to, like, be conscious of that, especially when we put people on these pedestals, because I think the danger of putting people on a pedestal, especially is, especially with the Chris Brown thing, like, people don't want to believe, especially in the black community, that these niggas can be ain't shit and can be, like, capable of doing this shit. And there's, like, this debate as to, like, well, what did she do? Yeah. And... I, I was going to bring that up. Oh, so many people love to... Because, you know, supposedly, using air quotes or whatever, it may be true, it may not be true. She attacked him first or whatever. Mm. And, like, even back then, like, I did hear in that relationship that, that they... Were violent with each other. That they were violent with each other. And, you know, quote-unquote, Rihanna was, like, super possessive and jealous and mm-hmm. would go off at any moment or whatever, which I don't believe anyone should put their hands on anyone or whatever. Period. But right. then <clears throat> people love to say, oh, that happened so long ago. Forgive Chris Brown. Let it go. But then it's just like, yo, he's still continued his choking abusive. people and stalking people yeah right he was still that way like, have we seen way. Rihanna in another re- abusive relationship at least one that we know of no right so, like he like Chris Brown is still abusive or whatever as fuck. The way, like how he was with Karuchi that whole that stalking shit and she had to didn't she have to get an she order she got a restraining order oh, from yeah, him yeah, yeah. yeah like like so it continues and, and then it's just so crazy that it's like, uh, anytime we hear a story uh, of abuse or whatever, it was somebody else, damn, that they were, she was talking. I think, oh, oh she was an R. Kelly victim. Mm. And then she was just like, oh, when it, like, what happened to us, to all of the R. Kelly victims or whatever? Because now that this whole Me Too and Hollywood mm. shit exploded. Like, what about us? And, and, yeah. it, and that happens all the time whenever it comes to a, a, a black artist. or Because mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, you know, he's just so, we don't want to... Um, Disgrace his his he's legacy so talented. and shit like that. He's yeah. so talented. They always trying to take the black man down. Right. And shit. So it's basically fuck these women of color. Fuck these black women. <laughs> yeah. Like that's really what people are saying. Like fuck mm-hmm. these black women. Like we don't really give a fuck that much, or give a fuck at all that we would be up in arms about them being violent. But God forbid it's a white woman. God forbid it's like a high profile woman that you love and respect, and suddenly you want to feel some type of way about it. But in in this particular instance, like, 
it was so important for me to see that video because I never knew that about Fabulous. Like, I never knew anything about their personal relationship. Like, I n- never even knew of Emily B. He, 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 I didn't even know she was still in a picture around with him because that nigga been trash like the beginning of time. Like, <laughs> like with her, that nigga been trash like, forever. I mean, like, I, I've never seen any, you know, of him blowing up or, or, right. or like, you know. And, and the thing is, he's a mellow, he's seen as a mellow dude. I was just dude. about to say, that's another thing. That whole, like, charming. Oh, he's and charming, the he's low-key. What do you mean? He's quiet. violent. And, yeah. Yes, nigga. It's the <laughs> quiet, charming <laughs> motherfuckers. And I'm speaking from personal experience and also from research. It mm-hmm. is often a very charming, charismatic character that's abusive mm-hmm. because one you have to perform that in order to be in, get back in the good graces of your the person that you abuse because it's always like this yeah. cycle of like I'm gonna be good to you now and, and show you'll never do it again and then of course they repeat the offense but then there's also like in the public they can't be seen as someone who's an abuser so they put on a show of this very friendly charismatic like a lot of, they tend to have a lot of friends the community around them tends to think of them well only to behold that they are beating the shit out of someone at home. So that's something I wanted to point out. And also, like, I wanted to bring up gaslighting, and I want to talk about gaslighting carefully because what I've learned about gaslighting... So basically, the the concept of gaslighting, which I feel like we've talked about before on this show, is trying... When someone... If I was... If if I hit Aura, you know, which I never would, but let's say I hit Aura, (laughs) and Aura's like, ah, what the fuck was that? And I'm like, what? That was nothing. I was just trying to play with you. Right, like, ba- like basically, you try, you do some fuck shit, and mm-hmm. you try to make the other person feel like they're crazy, like they're crazy or they bugging. And it's so crazy because even with gaslighting, even a lot of people don't even know that they don't know that they're doing it. Yeah, it's actually they, common because yeah. we gaslight all the time. Yeah, when we're defensive, when we, you know what I mean, when we, whatever, when we don't want to com- be confronted with reality. It's basically well, that's how you feel. That's, that's how, how you, you want to feel, and that's how exactly. you take in it. Exactly. And, you know, maybe you shouldn't let me exactly. get to you like that. Exactly. That, all that kind of shit is gaslighting. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, because it, it, it sometimes it's much subtler than right. You hit me. Right. You, you know what I mean. Right. So, yeah. Which is what what I, what I wanted to highlight. So I had an incident happen in the past week or so, um, where. Well, not in the past week. The incident where the gaslighting happened, and I was the gaslighter in this situation. Mm. So someone brought something to my attention um, in a private setting, and I got defensive immediately. Yeah. And I was just like, no. Like, my reaction was like, that's not what... You know what I mean? That's how you took it. That's how... Right? Like, no. That wasn't what I was trying to do. (laughs) But that's gaslighting. Like, that's point-blank gaslighting. The reality is, is, like, that person had a reality of what happened, and they are entitled to to that perspective and it's not for me to discredit it because I feel differently about it. But I immediately like was like, okay, this is like if we're gonna fess up here and be honest Ooh. about it, shit. <laughs> the fuck? You okay? Right? She almost died, I don't know what happened, y'all my armrest. I was like if I'm gonna fess up about it, I'm just gonna be like, I'll be real with you. Like this is how I feel about XYZ and you're not gonna like it and that's that. Right? right. So like I I admit I tried to do my best to be like, all right, let me catch myself on that bullshit and just be real about what my intentions are. Because sometimes it's just you don't give a fuck or whatever. Like that's much better than trying to make someone feel like what they are experiencing or seeing did not happen. So I brought that up mainly to say that like not that there are variations of gaslighting, but gaslighting is so fucking common. And I and I say that to say I've been gaslit in truly abusive relationships, mm-hmm. like Same. psychologically abusive. And gaslighting is often a way for someone to just keep you around or to just like deflect the blame or something. But like there are levels to it and it's important to be mindful of it, to be mindful when you do it, 
I think when I learned about gaslighting is when I was finally able to be able to be like, yeah, that was gaslighting or like I need to be more accountable in that situation. But to be conscious of it, because I think it's the most pervasive, common way abusers get what they want is yeah. by making you feel like you crazy for wanting to leave them. You crazy for wanting to even question that what their behavior is, is like unfair or whatever. And um, and yeah. And it's often the thing that happens, I think, in the beginning of relationships when you're like, okay, this is fucked up. I'm not seeing you when I should. And I'm obviously putting this in like a relationship romantic um, context. context because I think that's when people experience it the most. But like it can come down to as little as like you feel like this person's not giving you attention. And when you reach out to them, they're just in denial of it. And they're trying to make you feel like, you know, no, you know, I'm busy or like, like this, yeah. that kind of shit. You That's, know what I mean? So you're saying that is gaslighting. That's too, gaslighting like, oh, too. You, I'm busy. It's okay. an avoidance. It's like, an avo- like at its core is an avoidance of being accountable instead of just being like, I didn't want to see you. Okay. So I was just going to say, cause yeah. this, you know, it, is there's the the excuse mm-hmm. me like there's a thin line so you're saying it, like if I tell you you know what you're like tomorrow you're not giving me enough time or whatever and I feel and, like, and, and then you and then you, you know say, I've been busy like you tripping like I'm, oh okay I, okay you know so all that's been going on and basically finding any way to discredit you and it. make you feel some, like you wild like sometimes when the person really is busy no like, okay, no no yeah. no I don't mean like a legitimate I mean like they are trying you know to find I've been a way busy. you know yeah, yeah right you it. know I've been busy and it's like no I don't actually <laughs> right 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 okay. no that's why I'm bringing this up um. So, yeah, it's that, but that is that common. Like, we make choices. Like, even when we joke about black men being like, wow, that's gaslighting. Yeah. That's literally <laughs> gaslighting, like, in itself, you know? Like, oh, wow, this is just so out of control. Like, let me just blow this out of proportion, make you feel like you are completely tripping. Like, dang, that's gas- man, you know? Exactly. Like, yeah. like, wow. Or, like, really? Like, we're going to do this? Like, yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, we're doing this. And that would work, that would work on me because I'd be like, you know what? Forget it. Okay, but fine. it works on most people. Yeah. And that's why I'm trying to bring it up because I'm like, it's so pervasive and it's so common. Like, even we do it to our to our friends sometimes. Like, oh, no, you know, wasn't that like, you know, you don't want to hang out with somebody or like you just aren't in the mood for them. And mm-hmm. you just try to make it into another like another reason yeah. for it or like make up an excuse. That's gaslighting, too. Like all of that falls under the umbrella because it's ultimately an avoidance of just telling the truth. Mm-hmm. That's it at its core. So I wanted to bring that up because I thought that was super, it's super important. And it's the thing that I feel like most people overlook. And it's exactly what I overlooked in my abusive relationships. I was being gaslit the fuck out of mm-hmm. every day and made to feel like I was crazy. And then the funny thing is sometimes that comes from like, so in my, in my situation, um, I had an abusive partner, physically abusive partner. And every time I would leave, his family would come in the picture and be like, you know, no, you're supposed to be there for him. That's crazy. You can't, you know what I'm saying? And that's because of the story that he's telling them. Yeah, right? It's Mm. crazy how how weird it is, not weird, but sick it is because abusers will, like, tie in their family. Like, call her. Right, 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 Reach out to her. I even realized an ex of mine was doing that now. Now I'm like, actually, that that other family connection that I thought was real was probably him nudging her in my direction. Now, I can't yeah. trust nothing. Right. So, mm. yeah. It's just pervasive. It's scary. And we have to be mindful of it. And I think at the core of it, a, a good way to think about it is, like, if you know in your gut, period, that something feels wrong, even if you can't put words to it and explain it, you honor it. Like, I've been saying a lot to myself, like, you deserve what you want. Honor what you want. Right? Mm-hmm. You want that money? go get that money you deserve it because we're often taught especially black women to dishonor our own needs and our own wants in service of other people yep and i think that's why we are some of the 
I think in terms of numbers of domestic violence off like it's off the record for black women like we are I think some of the highest victims of domestic violence of domestic partner violence and no one talks about it no one gives a fuck obviously because people have a hatred for black women but it's a reality oh my god there was um there's this thing yeah um Mm -hmm. well I look for it that's something Kwashi would tell me all the time my advisor Kevin Kwashi like he'll slip that in in a conversation, you know, because da da da, and people hate black women, so like of course that happened, and I'm all, I was always like shocked, so but it's so true. Like it's just the more you oh, so yeah, this it. is the article, um, mm. VerySmartBrothers.com, and it's on the root too, but it, it says we don't love men like fabulous, we just hate women. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the mm-hmm. thing, we don't even love like fabulous, no. but nobody, nobody even, gives a fuck about fabulous, like, not like that, but it's still like. Mm, that bitch. That bitch. Like, what did she do? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what did she do? Well, you, you know, know she he's pushed... just trying to thrive. He's just I'm trying sure to I'm sure he probably pushed his buttons. Right. His buttons something. had to be pushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always some excuse for being violent when it comes to mm-hmm. men in our oh, society. That used to be my, you know, mm. like my ex, his mother would, would like, well, what, how are you pushing his buttons? Like, because he would hit me or whatever. But you know what, though? She was in an abusive relationship with his father. And that was too, normal so to was, her. Yeah, right. Exactly. It so. is normal to, to abusers. Yeah. That's just what they know. Abusers and abusees are like, exactly. like that. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it takes a long time to unlearn that shit and get to the point where you can be like, nope, calling that out, that's not going to work for me. But, um, but yeah, I guess that wasn't exactly the read on Emily B and Fabulous because I wanted to drag him a little bit more. But I think it just goes without being said. And I hope he gets convicted. I hope everything yeah because those those children need to be protected point blank period. yeah and her <laughs> so and it just you know we need to start setting examples we with, do with these men like we off need to with hold their them fucking accountable. heads i'm yes. so sorry <laughs> off with their heads i feel like something's happening i'm like with this news story even though we've had these news stories but people are finally talking about like you said r kelly and the me too thing and like why were all these black women excluded we've been talking about this forever but like, like they still R. Kelly and them, they still out here selling tickets, still and shit. There was damn, and there was another. Um, it was this class that I took. Um, black women playwrights. Um, with Andrea Hairston or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, was it Miles David mm. or something like? That? It was some, anyway. Long story short, he said it himself. He wrote a book and he said it himself mm-hmm. how he used to you know beat his girlfriend like casually too. Like you know, yeah, I had to knock that bitch teeth out. Like, and it's just so like, oh, oh, oh okay, yeah, I, you know, I get it, brother. Right? Like it just. <laughs> I believe the conversations are really that fluid too. No, like, this is what I'm saying, and they are. And he wrote a book and he put it out there, but he, but people still, but they, well, but his music is so but good. It's Miles Davis. Yeah. Oh God forbid you bring up Miles Davis to niggas like they are gonna flip their. And shit. I'm pretty sure that's who it was. I don't wanna, but yeah. But the the it I don't feel matter. Like it really doesn't. And also the larger point is, men are trash as we've been talking and discussing, and there is a culture of abuse and of rape in our in our society that we normalize and like. This is not sing- sing- singling out black men. Like, please believe there are plenty of men of all races, of all ethnicities, doing the same shit. These are just high-profile men that we're hearing yeah. about. White men are doing the same shit. It's just not as reported. So don't get it twisted that because maybe statistics are higher in one community, that that that, that, that means it's not happening in another. It's just it's not being reported. Re- reported and recorded. And it's already underreported. People, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So if you, especially if you consider rape cases... So, yeah, women are very casually getting their asses beat, casually being abused, being gaslit constantly, psychological abuse if it's not physical. And it's something to be thoughtful of and to be mindful of. And it's thoughtful to be mindful of the ways that it slips into our own personal lives and the way we deal with each other. Um, And, yeah, that's really all I wanted to say. 
about abuse because I feel like, you know, there's a lot to be said, but ultimately it's about knowing who you're with, knowing yourself and trusting what you feel because there are people who will try and manipulate you into it. Another, I guess, and then the other side of it that we could touch on because like I, I experienced this too, Mm. the whole, well, you know, why didn't you just leave him? Oh, I don't know why I even forgot that part. That's the most important part. Yeah, though. Why didn't, well, you know, she, you know, you don't leave him or she done for staying. Though this is why, this is why I don't help. I just mind my business. Mind my business. Not, she's not going right? to leave him anyway. And, you know, so. If she wanted that, I mean, clearly she wanted that. Yeah. So No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. <laughs> Abusers prey on vulnerable people. They prey on victims. They prey on people that they feel they can get over on. And people who they feel will need them too. Yeah, it's re- that's a, yes, that's a whole other. Because there are so many different cases where, mm-hmm. like, the question, the answer to, well, why didn't she leave it is infinite. Like, like <laughs> it's just right <laughs> because I had nowhere to go because he keeps making up with me and I'm confused. Like, I feel right, like maybe because this he's isn't gaslighting him. me because he's gaslighting the fuck out of me. Yeah, because his family because is trying children, to manipulate me because he never let me work or go to school. Exactly because I don't, I can't speak English and wouldn't even know. And then that's another thing about mm. uh, um, intersectional help or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like there are so many. Like, you know, I mean, hopefully now it's getting better, but especially when it started, like, there are so many centers for women who are going through domestic abuse and mm-hmm. shit like that. But it really is just catered to white women with money. It really because, is. It is. Yeah, and then most of it is because, you know, you, you, you don't consider the intersection. So, for example, a white woman with money or just, a, you know, a white woman, whatever. They don't, and I'm not even saying with money rich. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying... She has family where Some that she can stay. Yes. Yeah, she has maybe a, a friend or mm-hmm. a family somewhere where she can stay while she get her shit together because mm-hmm. she can't stay home anymore or whatever. Like, black people and people of color don't have we, shit like that. Like, yeah. you barely hold them. You know, you together, barely have your right? own shit. So, your spot is barely yours. So you can't stay nowhere, nowhere else exactly. or whatever. It's just so many, so many problems. So, And I read something one time, and it was just basically talking about with black women. And, and with back, black women in domestic um, abusive in abusive relationships, mm-hmm. it's so difficult to actually get to the abuse itself because mm-hmm. there are so many other things so like many. finances and and you know just the a children. bunch of shit. Ch- yeah, so like it's just say so you have many. a health concern and that person is actually the person who provides your insurance, the person who makes sure you get to the doctor. Like there are all these manipulative ways an abuser can like fuck mm-hmm. with you essentially. So that you feel indebted to them, or right. you feel like I have to be here, right? And so. right, and even for me, in, in that situation, because like I, like people who were close to me, they they came at me like that. Like, well, not even women, men, of course, of a course, man, of or, course, of like, course. well, you you should have left after the first time it happened, or, or whatever. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thanks for telling me what I should have done in the situation. Yeah, like, <laughs> like thank you, and you know, thank you because that makes me feel so much better. Right. Like, you're, thank you for being so helpful. Right. Right. <laughs> like, right. Instead of like, if that ever ha- no, like I want to make sure that never happens to you again. Yeah, well, like, you shouldn't have that happen to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then in my situation, and it's it's never it's almost never one thing or whatever. Like, at that point, I mean, I was living with him. I did have somewhere else that I could stay, and then I, you know, then there was the family always mm-hmm. reeling me in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I wasn't um, really working at the time, and he had all of the money, and we were mm-hmm. quote unquote engaged. Like, mm-hmm. so it was just, you know. And then when you get to that situation, like especially when you're like, um engage or you're with somebody you're gonna feel like well i should let me try to you know what i'm saying just right be committed to making this work yeah you know what i'm saying and now with this the and like you said i was vulnerable then too Mm -hmm. i was younger i was like 24 or something Mm -hmm. like that now at at the i can't say that 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 will never be me again because you never fucking know but i do know that 
you fl- motherfucker flinch on me, at me, I'm gone. Like, no, that's how traumatized I am from I that whole you. thing. Like, I feel you. You flinch at me, I'm just like, oh, nah. Nah. Because I'm not, we're not even going to get into this. Right. Where you lose, you lose your temper and apologize. You call and those I'd red like, flags quick, though. I, yeah, I call, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> Yeah, and like, I'm, I'm leaving. Or it's like, no. And then people will be like, and that's happened before. And then, mm-hmm. you know, people will be like, damn, but I, you know, I didn't even hit her. Like, nah, but you know what? I, you thought but about you sh- it. You thought, thank you. And that's bad enough thank for you. me. I'm cool. Thank you. <laughs> and also just like on a note for dating when, where you can very commonly encounter an abusive ass person, that's when the red flags truly matter. When you feel it at the beginning, when you have an objective stance and like, we get these messages, we see that they're doing some something fucked up, or, like, they did something on the date that's fucked, and we want to normalize it. But, like, girl, no, girl, that's your chance. Girl, me and red flags these Listen. days, you don't even have to really do nothing, but you just, like, for you me... thought I, about it. I just be like, nah. And not even just with hitting, like, just, you know, and a lot of people yeah. will say, you know, they be like, well, you... Like, I'm a little crazy, but I'm just, no, nah, I'm not that in the butt. Like, I see anything that has to, if you talk to me crazy, mm-hmm. you, you a little lie, mm-hmm. like I said, you flinch at me, like, mm-hmm. just any, whatever kind of red flags, like, I'm not playing with you, mm-hmm. so, like, nah. Mm-hmm. But that's just where I am now, and that, that could also be, I mean, that's also due to trauma from right. all of my past relationships right. and all, you know, fuck boys and shit like that, that now... When I see just a little bit of it, it's just like. But honestly, mm-hmm. like that's not that's it. That yeah. is an appropriate reaction. You yeah, feel what I'm right. saying? Because the reality is, if you decide, let's put it, you know, in a situation that I feel like a lot of our listeners might be able to relate to, especially younger listeners. You want to date with somebody, and they're doing some like off the bat, like don't make no sense, red flag kind of shit. That. There is nothing wrong. You are not entitled to make them feel good in that moment and make them feel like you need to, like, give them more time and ease them into you need to get the fuck out of there. Like, you yeah, get to just happens. leave. Right, exactly. You know? We don't think we could we just leave. We don't think that. Well, girl, when you guys, when you women, <laughs> period, when you, like, get that, when you, like, actually finally figure out that you can just leave is the most liberating oh thing. Because, like, when you don't give a fuck about their feelings, when you don't because give a why should fuck. you? At this point, they nigga ain't do nothing for me. He don't mean nothing to me. He don't, who is he? I don't have to, I'm not compromising my feelings for some motherfucker that I never do it again. You know what I'm like, let me, like, no. Let me give you a very gentle example. So over the summer, and it was, it's funny now. If this person's listening, I don't know what to tell you. But <laughs> over the summer, when my current partner reached out to me to go on our date, what I would consider like our first date date, um, I was on another date. Te- oh, technically, okay. technically. Okay. I was having dinner with someone. I was eating with someone. And from the jump from seeing that person, I was like, damn, they're being cheap. They being funny. Oh, I remember You know who person. I'm talking about. Yes. Um, they bought me a meal, but they wouldn't buy themselves a meal, which is like classic broke nigga shit. Like, <laughs> it was the one time, like, oh, eat before you come or yeah. some shit. He nah. actually asked me to eat before I came. Um, <laughs> I'm dead. It's so funny, though, because now that you're saying it to like, yourself, you're like, <laughs> nigga, like. And what's wild, I, I'll say all that to say that, like, so I got a message from Matt. I'll name my partner, Matt. And I was like, <laughs> and he was inviting me to go see The weekend. So, of course, a bitch is going to go yeah, see The weekend. I don't even know if I want to be with this person at that point. That's but I'm like, date, fuck, though. yeah, that's a date. <laughs> Not with this nigga who's only buying a drink and letting me eat and it's awkward <laughs> as fuck. But in that moment, and I feel like that's just the universe. It was saying, like, bitch, go. Mm-hmm. Um, I just did not give a fuck. I was mm. like, oh, my friend wants to take me to the week. It's time to go. I gotta go. Look at that. Wow. And look at that. You even he look was back. So tight. And you know what? Like whatever. Like if you don't, I, I, like sometimes if you don't have the money, to, right. to, I'm not saying 
Well, first of all, me personally, I feel if you ain't got no money to, to date, then you shouldn't you be, shouldn't dating. be, be dating. But like, yourself. don't <laughs> fucking invite my invite me out and limit right. what I order, and then f- to still try to actually get in my pants get or my whatever. Pet. You know, like it's not like you trying to be friends and cool. You trying to fuck on a budget? Really into, right, exactly. <laughs> don't try to fuck in this me economy. On a really, <laughs> like. <laughs> You can't be fucking on a budget in this economy, nigga. I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. But yeah. see, you were just like, no, okay, I gotta go. I was like, I gotta go. I got nothing for you. Like, this whole time, I'm just trying to make sense of why the fuck you ain't sitting and having a meal with me. But, and that the, what's wild is like, he's he wasn't even broke that he couldn't do that. He just didn't value me enough. To, that, to put right? that much then, money then into it. that's another part of it. And then that's we, really what was bothering me. If I'm really thinking about it, I don't, I don't mind someone being broke. And, like, the idea that you want to get me a meal and you can't afford it is on, you would think is romantic. No, he just didn't want to spend that much money. Right, right. Oh, that yeah. And so it's like, then you got to remember, <laughs> you know? Yeah, he wanted to fuck me. Yeah. But he didn't value me enough to sit and just have a regular conversation and yeah. eat some food with me. And then, uh, right, because he could have fucking figured out something else, too. If it was really about the money, like the way he drew- was moving, he could have figured something, something else out. It made it more. Exactly. At least, you know what I'm saying? Because if you don't have the money, you at least got to have the effort. The least the effort. And like, at you least know, you know what? I ain't got money, but let's go do this. And, like, you, you can impress me in a number of ways. Mad ways. You don't even got to spend money. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. And it was summertime, too. <laughs> mad, mad free activities outside. Listen, mad, that t- is a perfect example <laughs> of someone that you need to just dump .org, .edu. Mm-hmm. Is it's summertime, and they're acting like they have no money to go do shit. Like, they can't take you out to do nothing. And everything is a struggle around their budget, and they have to limit you. Fuck that. Like, their love is free for the most part. So, <laughs> dick is even free. Dick is even. Dick like, is so disposable. Bitch, and, and listen, they, man. Hate to break it to you, but yeah, you don't have to sit and, and put up with nothing. Not a goddamn thing. And it took me so long to me get too. to that point. Right? Me too. So. But mm-hmm. Lord knows. Lord knows. And I'm still in practice of that because it's very easy Same. to fall out of a relationship and then feel vulnerable again and feel yeah. like you need to be desperate. But, and that's another thing I'm trying to remember is like, regardless of where I'm at, like, no, I need to be whole, me, mm-hmm. be, so that I'm never vulnerable. We're always vulnerable. But so I can be as the least vulnerable as possible to that kind of fuck shit. But, but I think also now when, like, you're, you know, when, when you have a current such like, in your current situation now and, like, in my current... In your current romantic situation mm-hmm. now and in my current romantic situation now, mm-hmm. like, if that doesn't work out... Well, I'll speak for myself. I mm-hmm. know for the next time, mm-hmm. that's the bar. It's true. You there know what I'm that. saying? So there, you know, there, there yeah. is that, knock on wood, <laughs> that now that's the bar. You Basically, know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going below it. Yeah, your, your Lord next knows. first date got to be a, a concert you might, with VIP passes. Shit, I might need to meet the artist. <laughs> I might need you to know them. <laughs> Nigga, if you don't know them, I don't want to really go see him. You know what I mean? So, like, do you know her? No? So why, like, for real. But so, yeah, it, we got to hold on to that, too. Like, you know what? Because someone did, someone showed me that I, what, mm-hmm. but what I'm worth better. And, and someone showed me what I'm worth. And it's not to say that put your your value in the hands of somebody else. Exactly. Not at all. Right. But, but you see You know possible. you can get that, right? And know that what you, you can do even fucking better. Exactly. We... Cause it's so settling. Is it no. true? I mean, you know, <laughs> no, it's a man. No, no, it's a man. I always say at the end of the mean. day, it's a man. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you know, <laughs> like we've talked about this. Y'all know how we feel about them as a species. Um, <laughs> subhumans. As subhumans, but <laughs> but basically, like I lost much of your thought. But um, fuck. What did you just say? Uh-huh. Um, the bar. The bar. But like, yeah. Like, why would you lower it? Yeah. 
Again, and and again, this is not to say you need to be with a, a person that has a lot of money, right. but just the bar of treatment, of value, because yes. a person can show value in you in so many ways. It could be just time. Yes. So do mm. not devalue yourself. It was, and you know, and even me, like, the, the, I'm so, <laughs> it's so funny because so over the weekend I was in New York and I was, you know, with, I guess, quote unquote, my romantic partner and... He was trying to do something for me. Oh, he was trying to, like, grab, like, carry my bag for me and put it away from me and hang my jacket. And then I was just, like, you know, like, just trying to do things for me. And I was, then I was Chivalry. just, like, no, I'm going to sit on my jacket because I was in some forum and we sat in, in the fucking chair. And I sat mm-hmm. in a chair for mad fucking long. So I was just, like, no, I'm just going to fold my jacket up and sit on it. So he's just, like, let me do it for you. So then I started getting annoyed. And I'm just, like, damn. I was just, like, I could fold my own coat, like, you know? <laughs> So, I got it. Yeah, I was like that. But he's yeah. so patient with me. And then he just, mm. what he said kind of struck me. He was just like, he crossed his fingers like that. He was just like, you know? <laughs> he was like, let me serve you. So I was just like, okay. And then I let him. But then that, that stuff with me after, I was yeah. just like, yo, this like, motherfucker I? really I want just to. wanna serve me. Like, that ass. But so that that goes in response to, yeah, it doesn't always have to be doing right. money. Right. Like, it's just that effort and shit like that. Imagine that partner that just wants to show up because they get off early and pick you up from work. Like, it's those kind of gestures. You feel mm-hmm. me? It's like the person who might not have a lot in the bank, but knows you need to eat and is willing to split with you. Like, mm-hmm. that is value. That's how you show value. Right. And then, like, with me, like, I, I get so resistant sometimes because I forget. Oh, speak of the devil. It's calling uh, me. I call him back. Uh. So, you know? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just have to sit and think, like, damn, this is also, this is also the reflection of how I still feel about myself. It's like, true. you know what I'm saying? It's true. Like, because like, I'm treating me like this. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Because money, when you have money, money is easy to spend mm-hmm. or whatever. But when you do other things, mm-hmm. and then I'm, I'm just like, huh. Mm. You know, so I have to, like, like I'm really getting, and I have to. You have to really also learn to allow someone to spoil, spoil in a, spoil you in a certain kind of way. Yeah. So it was just weird, but yeah. after he said that, I was just like, yeah, you served me. Served me, <laughs> and I'm at a weird point too, where I'm like, okay, you spoiled me, and not even a massive way, but like you've spoiled me in ways that I find cute. But I don't really need to be spoiled like that. I feel like I had to set a precedent though. Yeah, because no, like, sometimes it's like, leave me alone. I can right? do it. I can do it, but it's also like, <laughs> also right. like, you know. Don't be spoiling me recklessly. Like I'm just now. Now I'm clocking you. Like, are you, are you fiscally responsible? Like, <laughs> oh right. Like I need. Like now you. But then it's funny though. How we like we thinking like, do you really have all this? Do you really you have, have all this disposable this, money? Right. Because like I feel you, like well, we could be putting it in things or investing. You might have all that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Sure. I think I just think men are reckless in general when they're True. excited. But like, but then you get to that point where it's like. It's not even about how much you give me or whatever, but, like, how are you valuing our long-term? Mm-hmm. It goes beyond do you value me. Like, do you value my long-term stability? Because if true. you don't show me that investment, I'm going to act up right quick. And, and that's, yeah, that that's... I want to know that you want to see me good in 10, 15, yeah, 20 years, which right. is a lot to ask for someone, but not a lot for me. But you know what, though? And it's not even really that. I don't think that it's a lot to ask for someone, but mm-hmm. it, it, it's a lot to introduce to someone who it never is. thought like that before. It is. So, you Be- know. Especially when people don't remember reciprocity works in those situations. It's not like, oh, I expect you to make sure I'm good for the next decade. It's I want to invest enough in this. <laughs> that I want to see that kind of return in my investment. You know mm. what I mean? Whether it's monetary, whatever. So are they capable? Not everybody is. I bet you if you ask yourself that question, would I want to be with this person in 10 years? Like, are they going to be the person I would want called if I have an emergency? You might end up 
breaking up <laughs> mm. tomorrow, today. So that matters. That really matters. And fuck all that shit. I know the 20s are fun and we're supposed to be fucking at being crazy and learning from our mistakes in our 20s. But it's never too early to start a precedent for yourself of like, this is the type of person I want in my life. And like, and you can do both. Exactly. At the same time. As you, you know, should. Yeah, you can do both at the same time. You as know, you should. Just, just take it, take each man that comes along as a, hmm, what... what Hold lightly. Yeah, like, <laughs> hmm, what, are you, what role are you playing? And like, you just yes. gonna be... Because sometimes you're just gonna be a nut. You know, that's sometimes you're sexy. Sometimes, you know, these bums out here be having some good-ass dick. That's it. So, you know, but then, and then you just do that. And, and you let them know that's what it's for. And yeah. That's that. You're good about that, though. What? I feel like if you want to just make it about one thing, you're very good about oh, setting the parameters. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. That's that. But now that you're <laughs> cuffed or whatever, I don't know what's I'm, going no, on. No, I be still... I, I'm, I'm, I'm partially cuffed. I still... Because you know what it is? I'm cuffed into in the sense where... I am getting more attached to this person because, you know, I finally, I, as I told you guys, like, we didn't have sex for the first eight months and he was spoiling the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was just like, oh, this is nice or whatever. But then I was scared to have sex with him because I'm just like, you know, a man, doesn't, a man doesn't have this much money and spend this much money on you and have good dick too. And then he, now he fucking does. <laughs> Yo, what? I was so, now now I'm cuffed in the sense where it's just like, well, fuck. That's the worst. I don't need to look good. nowhere else because, like, he got good dick and, and right? he's rich. And like, not to hype nobody, but like, yeah, that good dick be fucking you. <laughs> so now I'm just like, yeah. Now, I ain't now going nowhere. You know? and, but, but most importantly, though, like, he, he fucking lets me be who the fuck I want to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. I can still do whatever the fuck I want to do. Because if I feel like a real partner should be turned on by you being excited about your life and you being turned on in general. Like, your pleasure should be my pleasure. Right. But what the, what's know? always used to happen to me in the past is, I mean, no, and it's not, too, not, it's not to say that it's too late. I mean, that it's not going to happen with this guy, but in the past, mm-hmm. the very things that guys loved about me, like, oh, she's just so different and out the box and, and a freak and just, you know, this and that is the very things that make them insecure the turn later. Same. And, uh, yeah. Same. So it's just oh, like, you're so outspoken and, like, powerful. <laughs> I know you're strong. Like, I feel your strength. Right, and then it turns into, like, bitch, shut up. But Right? <laughs> and, like, I feel like you're too domineering. And, yeah. like, nigga, that's what the fuck you want. Right. They don't even know that's what they want, though, at the end of the day. Know. So. They don't even know how to wipe their ass, still. True. Less, you know, True. Subhuman. Still trashing men, even with these relationships. <laughs> well, yeah, duh. Oh, and then that's another thing he said one time. I what was just say? like. I was just like, you know, I still be on my, um, my men are, tra- I, oh no, I was just like, you fucking up my brand, because I'm online <laughs> posting I? all these. Yo, yeah, I was like, they <laughs> fucked our brand up though. Like, fuck these niggas, it's true. Right, so I was just like, I haven't, you know, I'm posting less push- men, men are trash exactly. memes. Exactly. And I'm posting <laughs> gifts and shit, you know. So I was just like, nah, now I got to go extra hard this week. I got to, you know, saying. still be on my men are trash shit. Got, so he was just like, got to hit up like? Ocean. <laughs> He was just like, so what? Posted. He was just like, I'll help you. Oh He's my like, god, so that's like, sexy. Yes. Well, that I'm not gonna lie. Sexy. Like, Matt sends me mad memes, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. Today he sent me this video. I don't even know where he got this shit from, and I feel like it's this. I want to say an Indian woman, and she's talking about sometimes you know you just need it to burn until it all evaporates. And Ooh. in the interview, and the person's mm-hmm. like, really? I mean, do we gotta let it burn? And, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> Because we need to start something new. And he put, it's you. (laughs) I'm like, facts. Like, facts. Like, honor me for what I am. And then this is what another shit people get twisted. Because people be in my DMs too. Like, oh, you know, so... I think I put when I got some like some red bottoms or some shit. They were just oh like, oh, God. and men are still trash. I was just like, yo, you think a pair of red bottoms is gonna Nigga. make me forget about the system? Nigga. You really I'm forced to exist in? <laughs> I was just like, what? The- how you sound? 
her face. Though. On my face. She said, forget about the system. <laughs> like, dead ass. I'm mad political real quick. No, or but dead ass. Like, your little Yo, chef. we can have decent niggas and men still be trash. And still be Even trash. Even have a, a good nigga and he's trash too. They all, like. He's trash. I know he's trash. He just, you know what, the, what he does differently though? Compensates me. Thank you. For being trash. Not trash towards me, but he uh, just the trash because he's a man. I he's think never in, disrespected me, but you still trash. Recognizing what you are is the first step, you know? And like, if you know you trash, and you know you're deficit. make it worth my time. That's it. That's it. That's all we can really ask for. So, especially when you're working with recycling bins, you know, like there's only yes. so much you can recycle. So, that makes me think of my friend Frida. Shout out Frida, who's actually one of the first. Oh, my bad. I'm far. Yeah, far Shout out Frida, who was one of the first co-hosts or did the first episode of Marginalia. We got to talk about Draper before oh, we yes. even head out. But um, she always says she's married and she's like, you know, getting married, you're always going to raise them. You're always going to raise them. So it's. You sign up for a part, partly being with, you know, someone a little more immature. And then I saw this meme, and it says something like, oh, um, the problem with women today and why they aren't in relationships is because they want to be paid to be in one. And I was like, duh. Yeah. I'm just like, so That's you, how it always was. That, exactly. Why are why they don't... mad that we're actually doing what they set up? Like, I don't get that part. I'm like, you wanted a, a wife... To run your house, that was her job, and she's supposed to bear you children. You were supposed to compensate her. You were supposed to work. And I guess they feminism got people fucked up to yeah. make them think that they suddenly didn't have responsibilities and they could yeah. stay trash. Like, right. no. Yeah, you're going to do all that, and I'm still going to be compensated and moving along. <laughs> like, like they, they want the patriarchy only when it benefits them like, fully. And, you know, but... And I was talking about that. I was just like, so you want us to be your sex slaves freak you know, fucking cook, cheerleader, therapist, and consultant for free, and still split the rent? Let, let me let me be real transparent with y'all. <laughs> so, me and my current boo, I keep saying it like I haven't said his name a million times, but have talked about moving in together. And I'm adamantly against moving in with this person who I love more than anything. And it's not because I don't want to live with them, but I'm not being compensated as a wife. I don't have that title i don't have any mm. any securities so why the fuck would i put invest my energy especially my my energy around homemaking into living with someone if that's not secure and yes like our intention is to build towards this type of thing union mm-hmm. but it's just not a gamble that makes sense to me. Yeah, oh, stay we, had, with we you. had an episode. Remember? We did. We, we yeah, we talk before. about this, but we've been talking about more because it's now materializing. Like I am definitely gonna move in with them temporarily, but then I'm gonna be out the country during the summer. Why and didn't like, you tell me that? I didn't what? tell you about the design immersion. So y'all, I oh you told yeah. me I didn't know it was out the country. So though. the okay. design immersion grant is for me to go basically do an internship overseas. That's what it is. It's like the so international nice. abroad thing that I never got to do. Right. That's why I was so pressed about it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm likely either going to be in South Africa. I'm trying to go to Berlin. Okay. I think I'm really am trying to get into some like freak shit in Berlin. Okay. And find out where the freaks are. Because you know the Europeans, they can respect our art. Yeah. Americans, I don't know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> anyway, so there's that. Um, but yeah, the whole point of that to say like, I don't feel comfortable with it. Point blank period. I don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. with it. I would feel more comfortable living with someone where I feel like that's an agreement we set up. A contract is there, and it's just too, it's too, too fragile for me. So I'm having to grapple with that, and it's not even that the person has an issue with that. The person is like, do whatever the fuck you want to do, but I have to sit with being okay 
with not doing what I think they want from me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, oh, I think they they would probably prefer to have me there and be wifey and act like wife. But no, what they want me to be doing is what I've been doing, which is taking care of my business so that I can eventually have that type yeah. of lifestyle. So I was going to say all that to say something else. And it, Draper. Yeah, yeah we could get into Draper. Shout out to us. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to Monica, Dean, oh, um, yeah. at, at the Conway Center um, and the Draper Prize because... Marginalia won the silver prize for the Shark Tank um, portion of the prize. Is that the whole competition actually ends tomorrow, I believe, or Friday. People will give their final pitches, and I decided that a bitch has too much to do because yeah. I have an art show Saturday, which I also need to plug. But um, Or and I won the silver prize for our pitch, and... You know, and then but you know what the deserve. crazy thing is like although you know we backed out and Tamar like backed out, she's like the one of the persons people um <clears throat> in charge or is she in charge? Mm-hmm. I don't know one of one the, of the uh, uh I think she's like the co director or something. Okay, well mm-hmm. yeah, so one of the she she's very highly involved and she's like no don't drop out you really need to do, do this. this I will help you right she wanted so, to volunteer yeah. and I fucked that up because I got back to. Northampton late. But it's also like I knew I wasn't going to be up for it when I said I wasn't going to be up for it. So also respect your nose, y'all, because I said no. And then she pushed me and I was like, all right, I'll try this. But I knew in my gut I, I didn't have like, energy. No. Yeah. And it's better to just say no than to do that and then and then whatever. But you emailed, you, told, you emailed her though, right? I let her like, know, but oh, yeah. it, like, it ended up getting to her later than I wanted it to get. I, Tuesday, leaving New York for, for Northampton <laughs> is a bit of a struggle, y'all, because <laughs> Smith. I don't want to come back here, but yeah. I have to be here. Um, but I was very excited that we won because Aura and I, at first I thought we weren't going to even be eligible because we missed the deadline and mm-hmm. they still wanted us to apply. And even with this situation, we still didn't have the time to commit to it, but they still wanted to push us to do it. So, yeah, we know Marginalia is lit. Like, that's why we've been doing it. But, um, yeah, put some respect on our name. We got some money. Yay! <laughs> yay, yay! All that to say, we got a little money and, you know... And an award. And, and a little award. validation. A little, a little validation. validation ain't never hurt. For the work. Yeah. For the work that we put in. Um, Even though it's a labor of love. So, yeah. I don't know what else... The plug in oh, for your my plug. In Living Color is a portrait exhibition that I have... Um, going up this Saturday, the 7th, and we're doing a Q&A, an artist Q&A from 3 to 7. So please come through. It will just be, it'll be around 14 portraits of um, students of color at Smith. And just, it's really like an opportunity to just see a little reflection of like a person of color's actual perspective versus just an assumption that we tend to make about people of color on this campus. So yeah, I'm speaking Mm. to white people right now. So um so yeah, it's just gonna. It's a beautiful. They're beautiful p- images of people that I care about. Auras in the show. Um, yeah, shout out to everyone who's in the show and who volunteered because we have um, a really good group of people and the images are stunning and I'm excited for everyone to see it. So come through and say hi. Oh, I'm gonna miss another one. Of I your know, things. but I'm Fuck. missing. I'm missing mad shit. We're just at that point where we're missing shit because there's so much shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, that's what that is. So that's happening Saturday. Excited about that. I feel like there's another date to plug, but I don't even remember. Oh, not Ada Monologues. Ada Monologues on yeah. the 13th That and I'm going to be here for. Yes, I'll actually be performing in the Ada Monologues, so please come through. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to be saying up there, but... Oh, you, so you're going to perform. I'm going to perform, yeah. and it's going to be my personal monologue. The yeah. first time I did it, I did it for Frida, actually. Um, so I'll be just reading. I don't know if I'm going to drag Smith. I don't know if I'm going to drag myself. 
I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say. So you should come. It could be crazy. <laughs> I could go up there and just curse out everyone in the audience. I won't do that. But you never know. So us Geminis. Okay. Also, respect on Gemini's name. We are loyal. Where is this coming from? I just need to, I just need it to be known. Okay. Since you are dealing with the Gemini. Okay. We are loyal. My Gemini is married, so. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. Back up. It, okay, so scratch that. Scratch that. Scratch that. Scratch that. Okay. In the context of the of the arrangement. No, no, you could be. We lo- are loyal. loyal. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like people are starting to see that and recognize that amongst the Gemini astrologically, we're having a good year. Like we're supposed to be on our come up, apparently. Okay. So like, things are supposed to manifest, especially in business. Um, but yeah, Geminis are loyal, and I'm really tired of the Gemini slander because we give y'all a lot. We give y'all a lot. Kanye gave you a lot. I give you a lot. Um, and put some respect on our name. That's all I'm saying. Yes, we're crazy. Yes, we take the viewpoint of every deplorable that we can because we have a, a method and a logic to our madness. We just want people to be to feel heard. That's really what it is. So that's all I'm gonna say. All right. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Well, you know. Yeah. As an Aquarius, yes. thank you for giving me that space. Because <laughs> only a motherfucking Aquarius would be like, okay, whatever. Um, that was weird, but next. <laughs> I, you know, Aquarius is no weird, so it's all good. Yo, I don't. I forgot the meme that I sent you. But it was like, something like, um, internet 420. Like, oh, someone's yeah. like, lima you know today's 420. And then it. the person Googles, oh, 420 lima bean appreciation. And they're like, this is an Aquarius post. <laughs> Dead ass. Forever an alien. Anyway. Alrighty. That's it, y'all. That's our catch-up. It's all yes. Yeah, we're almost out of this we're state. We're really almost out of here. Deadass. Well, I'm going to be state. in this fucking state for about these kids, man. Well, I'll be here, too, because there's plenty of shit I have to come back for and shit to do. But we out here, and reach out to us, y'all. Y'all have our Instagram, uh, Modulia Podcast. <laughs> still active. Our <laughs> Twitter is still active, Converse with us, send us shit. You know, we definitely are taking more time between episodes because we have a lot of shit going on in graduation. So forgive us um, for any schedule disruptions. But the content will be here. And um, if you really want a show, you can write us and give us some themes that you're interested in. And Mm -hmm. maybe, just maybe, we'll cover them. So, all right, y'all. Bye. Bye.